1: Welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Parts podcast episode. Today I'm joined by Kim Hamer. Kim's been with us on a previous, uh, a couple of previous podcasts. You may recall the first one was 100 Cups of Coffee and then thereafter Let's Try It On. So uh, myself and Kim had a little bit of a chat off air about how can we build up on that. And uh, I want to let Kim introduce... Uh, after I've introduced Kim, I'm going to let Kim introduce what uh, we've decided to have a conversation around, and I'm sure you'll get a lot out of it. So without further ado, Kim, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. Um, lovely to speak to you for the
0: first time in 2020. And hello to everybody who's listening.
1: So our, our decided, that doesn't quite sound right, does it? Our decided uh, title do you want to, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, let them know what, uh, what road we're going to be going down? Absolutely. Uh, well, we, when we got onto
0: um, this conversation, we started out, both of us, by saying we don't really believe in New Year's resolutions. Every day and every moment is an opportunity to start something new. And something I use a lot in both my, my personal and my business life is saying that our future starts today, not tomorrow. And today happens every day.
1: Mm. It's a great title. Um, as is my way uh, as the host Kim, I, um, I was going to say, I'm paid to to play devil's advocate. I don't know about <laughs> my uh, my wages. I, I don't know. I need to see about that. But uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so our future starts today, not tomorrow. When when we live in the moment, though, Kim. I mean, when does a moment stop, and when does a moment? Um, start, because that's what we're talking about here, isn't it? Mm.
0: And you know, the the other side of that also is that yes, we need to live in the moment. But you could also say that if you're not thinking about the tomorrows and the future and the vision, how do you actually get anywhere and make changes to get to the places you want to be? So it's quite um a, uh, an interesting topic to unpick. I think mm. um, in terms of the moments so i find that you can't manufacture the moments it's not like you can say i'm going to have a moment of this you can i think the moment happens around you you make space and you just see what comes to you so we were talking off air about um, i had four days away between christmas and new year with some very very good friends of mine they live just outside london And they have two daughters, they're three and six. And as with households full of young children, there's not a lot of space to do anything else except spend time with the kids and the family. And when I came back home, I just had a different uh, feeling and perception. And the last couple of days have been really interesting for me as I've been looking at uh, my 90-day plan, uh, thinking about what are the things... I need to develop, but also thinking about what do I want my life and my business to stand for. And there was a real moment of clarity around around that for me that I didn't anticipate, but it happened. And it's about being present and acknowledging that.
1: Mm. I just want to go back to Kim. What you was talking about um, at the top of your thread there around, you know, living in the moment. I, I, what went through my mind there was. Imagine we're going on a journey in a car, say, from, um, I don't know, from however the the distance is, I don't know, London to Glasgow for just two, two cities off the top of my head. We'd plan that journey, wouldn't we? We'd know that what route we intended to take we wouldn't just jump in a car and just start driving to the end of the road and thought i think i might turn left and oh no i won't i'll turn right and then where do i go i don't know i'll go round the roundabout and i'll i'll see where it takes me because then from london instead of going north to to glasgow or scotland we could end up south in southampton for example or, or wherever so there is absolutely that planning um, that like you alluded to in your 90 day plan there. But I think where the in the moment element comes is, OK, so we've got a plan here to take us from X to Y. Um, but that's going to change because, for example, as we're driving out of London, uh, the M25, the main orbital uh, motorway, that, that, there might be a, a blockage roadworks. Uh, an accident and that's going to force us to detour isn't it and that's kind of saying in the moment you ain't coming on this road guys it ain't meant to be at this moment in time so I think there's two kind of elements to all uh, whether it's literally a, a practical journey like that or a more kind of dare I say a more spiritual journey where we set strong intentions we have the faith to To believe that something will unfold, maybe not in the way that we think in our sometimes ego-driven way, that's what I want, that's what I'll get, and that's how it will happen. Well, good luck on that one. Let's see what happens. So there's this kind of whole thing, isn't there, where we take that responsibility for setting that intention, setting that route map, but at the same time being very flexible to say, but life might have other ideas i think you're right paul it's a great analogy
0: about the car i can just imagine you know imagine the two of us in a car together you know having absolutely no direction we'd get to the end of the street have a bit of a discussion maybe turn right um you know then have another discussion and then you might turn left and i want to go right and all of those sorts of things but if we don't know where we're going in the first place then it's going to be difficult to get there together when you were talking there. I, I love the idea of the um, there's the long term vision or direction if you want to call it and I think that's that's something that that really resonates with me. But what I was thinking about is a moment represents an opportunity. So you were talking about you know you get out to the um, the orbital and there's some sort of traffic incident. Well, that's actually an opportunity. Mm. So it's an opportunity to take some sort of action to make a choice. We can keep going the way we were going or we can do something different. And I think that's what being present in moments allows you to do. It certainly allows me to do that. Um, That's where most of my aha moments come.
1: (laughs) The, and, and yes, absolutely Kim, whilst I agree with that personally, I suppose the challenge with that is, yeah, but I always come this way on this road. It's like, why why can't I come down this road today? Well, there's been an accident. I know, but how long is it going to be? Well, we don't know. Um, it's going to be closed for maybe, I don't know, two, three, four hours. Well, it is, you know, it'll be closed for whatever it's closed as long as it's... Yeah, but look, I've, I've got an appointment in Glasgow for in three hours' time or, or whatever. It's tough. Because there's a great lesson here, Kim, isn't there, that unless we've got that flexibility to you know understand and more importantly accept that yes we can set an intention we're going back to that again we can Mm -hmm. set a route we can set a map but there's a whole lot of stuff that's way out of our control and isn't it true that our ego he or she doesn't like that because they're going to control it come what may and when they can't control it that's when frustration creeps in that's when anger creeps in and that is for me is the catalyst of um, emotional well-being or lack of it because we in our infinite wisdom deem it appropriate that we will impose ourselves upon the road well actually no the road is there for you to travel it doesn't travel you
0: That's a really interesting perspective, Paul. I hadn't heard it ever talked about in quite that way. Um, You're right, this whole thing about, um, you know, human beings are kind of wired to control things. We like certainty, um, you know, feeling uncertain, feeling unsafe, you know, just gets those voices in our head, screaming and chattering and talking to each other, and that's not altogether helpful. Mm. But I like this idea of... You know, what was underlying what you're saying is, is that we're in partnership with what happens in life. It's not about imposing control or saying my way or the highway. Um, it's about, okay. okay, life's given me this thing to deal with, whether it's the thing on the motorway or it's, it's something somewhere else um, in life. So what, what can I choose to do? Who can I choose to be? about this given what my ultimate direction is. Now, obviously, you know, it can be quite difficult when you're on a time frame and you need to get to Glasgow and you've got your appointment and all that sort of thing. But there are circumstances and there's who, who we choose to be. So how do we, and, and it's a big question um, and it comes up a lot um, in social media. It's about being powerful in a situation which doesn't always feel possible we're in the when we're in the throes of frustration and anger and not getting what we want.
1: Do you know another thing, Kim? Just I'm just looking at the title and I've got a wry smile now. Our future starts today, not tomorrow. I re- this is I mean this I, I like the my intuitive reaction uh, to it when it was suggested suggested, but I like it even more. This is really because what that says to me. There's no reference about the past, mm. and there's the future is here and now not tomorrow and what i like about that if we can continue the the metaphor of driving in a car kim i think we've actually flirted with this in the past if memory serves um imagine we're driving along in that car and we spend all our time looking in the rearview mirror what's going to happen we'll crash we'll crash so why do we expect different results in our life as we're going along our journey and we keep dwelling in the past and then we wonder why we keep it in the same old brick walls it's such a great question paul because
0: it's almost like we can't help it i was i was actually speaking to um a coach uh just before christmas i went to an event in amsterdam and we were chatting about something and I can't remember what I said, but she said, oh, no. She said, that's just a piece of your past. You just need to get rid of that. And I went, oh, okay. But it was her bringing it to my attention, this piece of the past that had come into my language. I think I said something like, you know, there are entrepreneurs who've made millions and I'm not quite there yet. That was my conversation with her. And she said, but you're an entrepreneur. You don't have a job. You have businesses. She said, so you are one. She said, stop that. Get that past out of your... And I went, oh, yeah. And, you know, it was just just such a valuable moment. I think often um, we can, you know, we're, we can often be trying to do this ourselves, taking our past out of our future. But what's really valuable is when you have these conversations with with someone else and they kind of go, well, well hang on that's not right that's not your future you may have you know done that in the past but that's not that's not you and that's not your future but it takes someone else to to see it and call you on it and it was just such a at such a moment and such a great conversation Well so just stick with me for a long time that
1: yeah, I mean, I think my personal take up on that is very interesting when um, when this word past comes up, and particularly its connotation with pain. For me, Kim, one of the, the phrases that I've come to um, accept and own is, learn to let go of the pain from the past, but not the lessons learnt. In other words, the experience, because experience is invaluable, isn't it?
0: Yes, Yeah, it absolutely is. Absolutely is. I mean, even when I think about this, you know, last year, when I spent some time reflecting and and thinking about, you know, where I was 18 months ago, even, I think, you know, there's been, there's been struggle and there's been difficult times. There's been great times, but I've learned, I've learned so much about myself and what I am potentially capable of. I've learned, I've learned so much about life and how it's possible to be in ways that I I never thought I would be. I never thought I would be comfortable, you know, spending four days with someone else's children. Mm. You know, I never thought, you know, before I entered the world of entrepreneurship, I I was a corporate girl as far as I was concerned, that was what defined me. So, you know, being on the other end and thinking, "Wow, this is amazing." is 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 quite quite a moment and quite a lesson and it's really taught me about well who knows where I'm going to be this time next year Mm. I'll just build all the moments in front of me and keep going in the general direction of where I want to be
1: isn't the truth of that one though Kim and I'm going to be a little bit controversial here and I know I'm on kind of because of the the ground that we've covered um, between us so I know I'm on I'm on okay ground um but to challenge that, if I may—if challenge is even the right word—of you know this this lady taking making the transition from the the corporate world to this whole new kind of um, um, uncertain world of um, entrepreneurship. But I'm going to take that back a, a few um, a few steps, Kim, and say before Kim or any of us, for that matter can be labelled a, a corporate person or an entrepreneur or anything in between. Um, and if I can be allowed to sort of take it back into the personal where your good self, Kim, um, sure. what I've come to know, and, and, you know, there again, this is a intended as a massive compliment, is a vulnerable little girl. And that sure. vulnerable little girl and read vulnerable little boy called Paul, first and yeah. foremost, that's, kind of at the core of of who these souls are so yes as we progress along our path from you know london to glasgow let's say <laughs> we're we're ex you know we're uh, we're gathering more experiences and but first and foremost the drivers of that vehicle are those you know, it's the inner child that we all have within us, isn't it? And that, for me, is more powerful and important than any subsequent label that emerges, whether you know it's corporate or entrepreneur or whatever it may be. Mm. I, I, what was your thoughts around that, Kim? Because that got a little bit kind of, uh, ooh, you know, you know, some some guests might say, well, actually, Paul, how do you know I'm a vulnerable little girl? So I kind of invite you back on uh, in, in on that <laughs> okay <laughs> well, from this vulnerable
0: little girl to that vulnerable little boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the other side of the car um so I think that's what's been most powerful for me is yes, I've so when we talk about labels, I, I sort of think about labels as sort of like chapters in my in my life and I you know I know we've talked before about you know that we don't really like labels and we are who we are and, and that sort of thing. But I find it useful because when I was working in corporate, I'd forgotten who Kim really was without all the corporate traffics. And what's emerged out of um, having, the, having the time away, um, exploring what I wanted to do next, was that I rediscovered who that, who that kid inside was, what lit me up, what scared me, what what I love to do, um, the kinds of people I, I love to associate with. And I'd forgotten all that. You know, when we're kids, I just remember it, it really is. You live moment to moment. I just remember, you know, you'd I'd meet somebody and, and you'd just play and you'd be friends mm. and that's it. And it would be completely in the moment. And when that was finished... You know i might go off and read a book and i was completely in that moment and then you know mum might call me to dinner and make me eat brussels sprouts which are the most evil vegetables alive and that was <laughs> a moment so i think you're you're absolutely right there's this what i started to do was see where the little girl had gone
1: mm.
0: and that all i think all we are all any of us are, are actually adult versions of our of our children of our childhood selves
1: Absolutely. but we just put a nice layer over
0: it or a label over it
1: and 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 that's true kim isn't it and i think part of that protection that you know that vulnerability that fear that we amass through life um yeah. is is putting that mask up isn't it is wearing that mask to you know this label that we can hide behind this image this whole whatever it, i mean i spent decades doing it I I I embrace this whole kind of hard drinking, hard fighting, hard hitting Irish guy. Well, yes, there's some Irish kind of descent in my family, but I'm an English guy. But I created this whole story and this identity of who I thought I was, and it was nothing more than protection from vulnerability. It was about me saying, actually, please don't come any closer to me because I'm hurting and I'm I'm so vulnerable inside and I can't take any more. So best, I used to, what I used to call raw, raw like a lion and people would be very weary of me and keep away from me, which then actually was, (laughs) didn't achieve anything because I felt so lonely and isolated because I drove everybody away and through my deservedness issues... I sabotage things, particularly within uh, emotional, deep emotional relationships with with girlfriends and and the like, that I don't deserve this love. Who is this amazing, beautiful girl, woman that's come into my life and influenced me and cares for me? How dare she love me? Does she Mm. not know who I am? Well, probably Mm. not, Paul, but more to the point, do you know who you are? And somebody asked me that years ago. Do you know know who you really are? And I think there, Kim, is, you know, I know the title, Our Future Starts Today, Not Tomorrow, but you alluded to it previously, didn't you, in in this conversation. It's, you know, the catalyst for anything, really. You know, I think daily we have a a responsibility individually to ask ourselves, who am I today? Because I think with this beautiful thing we've got called a mind, it's very quick and very easy to forget that and become hijacked into, you know, it's particularly if we've been emotionally upset over something, um, assume another role just for that protection. Mm.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, we get, I agree, we get, we can get triggered. So we might, you know, one of the things I do every morning is I write in a gratitude journal. I have, I write down three Things I'm grateful for today it's not long but is a practice I've I've done since the start of last year and it has made such a difference mm. um, I didn't notice it straight away but such a difference over the over a period of time and it sets up who I'm being and I don't know whether you know the the, the phrase Paul um, be do have so the whole philosophy is that what well, most of us most people in life focus on what they have, then they'll do the things so that they can be something. Whereas it's the opposite way for me. It's who am I being will drive what I'm doing. And then that will drive what I get to have. And that moment of choosing who we be, whether it's when I first get up in the morning and write in the gratitude journal, whether it's, you know, I've missed the bus and I'm, annoyed with myself the bus driver the world because that's just inconvenient um, you know I was at the bank yesterday a short story so I was at the bank and I had to deposit some some foreign currency and it's a it's a big bank and normally they would be able to deposit it um, but their foreign exchange um, uh, software wasn't working now it was a Saturday and I said well then how, do I, how can I put this in the bank? I could feel the frustration going off in my head. But instead of kind of getting upset at her, I said, well, okay, so my aim is to get the money deposited. So how can I do that? So that was actually part of being vulnerable. And that was something I learned over the last year was instead of being defensive and, and fighting and being independent and a bit don't you know who I am? I'm the customer. (laughs) It was about help me. I'm trying to get this achieved, help me to get it achieved. And that's really been a a big shift for me um, in how I approach difficult situations or challenging situations. And I I noticed that yesterday in that interaction with the the lady at the bank.
1: Be, do, have.
0: Be, do, have. So we need to be, who we need to be, and that will drive what we do, and then what we do will result in what we have.
1: Mm, I like that. that Mm, It's good, isn't it? It is good, yeah. Yeah. So
0: who is Kim then? Well, Kim changes all the time, which is quite lovely, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I get quite excited about that. I am like a, a child about thinking, well, who am I being right now? So who I'm being right now is—I feel like a player in this—in this when I say game—and game in a good way. It feels to me like there's a gen, there's generosity. I love um, who we're being in this conversation. There's challenge. There's openness, and I love all that. And I think that's what's really worked about our past conversations. But in the but in the moment, what I'm present to is just just having an awesome conversation and being accepting and part of that.
1: Yeah. And, 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 you know, yeah, absolutely, Kim, absolutely. Cause what I love about that is, is that for me is the epitome of speaking from our hearts as a movement generally, but particularly in relation to the podcast, because it's allowing creating that safe space. And yes, we will flirt, flirt with, um, you know, vulnerability and, you know, it's part, I think, of my my uh, responsibility as, as the host um, of, of leading a guest onto the metaphoric dance floor to know how far to go. And so people are challenged, and I'm challenged reciprocally as well. And the benefit of that is having that courage so that listeners can gain insights which they may, uh, well, hopefully, can resonate with. And it's like... Because one of the consistent uh, comments I get coming back, Kim, is, wow, how, how did, you know, it's great that you've got the courage to share that and your guests have got the courage to share these things because you you guys are saying what what I feel and what I think. But I haven't I'm, I'm really, really got the courage to say it. Mm. But it's that whole accountability of, look, come on the podcast and talk and, and share your story because everybody's got a story. And you know, there's none of us that have kind of so lily white that we haven't got anything that we're not ashamed of, or or what have you. You know, I'm not I'm not asking people to come on here and admit that they robbed a bank ten years ago or whatever, but (laughs) or or maybe maybe oh, that would be an interesting conversation to have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, just I mean, this is the beauty of having this this dance, as I call it, Kim, isn't it? Because we just don't know. And this is not just about speaking from our hearts as a podcast. This is a great reflector of life where two people can, you know, get hooked up uh, for want of a better term under a banner of having a conversation. Then, you know, they can then become quite closely connected just by the power and the energy of the dance or the conversation, because you just don't know where it's going to take you. And I find that fascinating. And a true reflector of life. People standing at the bus stop. Oh, the bus is late, so they're bored. OK, let me talk to this old lady about, uh, I don't know, the good old days. And, uh, well, I'm glad you've talked, because you know my Bert, he fought in the war, and did I tell you this? And, you know, then you, the, the, the little old lady goes, away and she, you know, thank you so much for listening to me today. And that's true for all of us, Kim, isn't it?
0: It is. It is. It's those...
1: For for
0: me, I think the, the richest moments I find are those of connection. When I connect, really connect with people. I was sitting in a coffee shop yesterday and I happened to put my head up. I was sitting by the window and my Pilates teacher happened to be walking past and she looked up and we had this moment of like smiling through the window. We're miming Happy New Year. It must have looked absolutely ridiculous to anybody who couldn't see the other half of the conversation. But there was just this real joy in the connection in that moment and so you know if i was going to to sum up one of the great things um in my life it's about connection and that's what i'm just really committed to but you can't be connected if you're not in the moment
1: Mm. hold that thought kim because i think what you've done there um to, to use the term dance journey got to be careful of using split metaphors here i suppose the purist might say but listen this is a conversation it's not an english exam so hold that thought kim maybe another Mm -hmm. conversation or another dance another time on and exactly what you've you've said just there so um okay how do we reach out to you kim how do we get in touch with you find out more about you
0: well, there are all sorts of ways. Um, the best way is probably um, you can Google me and I will probably uh, come up. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, so I'm going to spell my name um, for the listeners in case you haven't um, seen it on the podcast list. So it's it's Kim, K-Y-M, and my last name is Hamer H-A-M for Mary, E-R. And so if you Google that, you will you will find me absolutely
1: everywhere on social media. Superb. So I suppose then the one the one big question then, Kim, just to bring things to a a final close on on this dance. um, Our future starts today, not tomorrow. Give us one. Give us one insight, one tip, one piece of advice, if you will, that um, to start today.
0: Okay, my tip for today is. A moment is an opportunity, so be present to it.
1: I've said this before, but the power of when, when guests come on and offer that kind of right at the end, Kim, the simplicity of just a few words and, and how powerful they can be, and I think that's another example. Thank you very much indeed, Kim.
0: My pleasure. Thank you to you, Paul, for having me on, and thanks, everybody, for listening in.
1: So there we have it, listeners. The lovely Kim Hamer, and Kim will be coming back again on, a, on another episode, I'm sure, because uh, we just seem to have so many things to, um, and this is listeners' feedback, not just my own subjective opinion. Um, yeah, they seem to love the dance, um, is, is the general kind of uh, feedback I get. So uh, all that remains for me to do now is to sign off. And um, I normally, as you know, sign off with a certain Approach, uh, And I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I want or I would invite you, the listener, to think about where your future or how your future starts today. And I'll leave that thought with you. Hearts.
0: Helping everyone achieve results towards success.